Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, everybody, and happy, happy Tuesday to you, which means you're listening to Loretta McNary Live, and I'm so excited that you are. It is a beautiful day outside weather Roz, and I um, hope that it is also a beautiful day inside your spirit and your mind and your body and soul, and if not, I hope something will be said or shared today that will help turn that gloominess into sunshine. How about that? And I mean sun with the S-O-N, okay? So we're going to have a great show today. Our guest is, is a guy that I've known a few years, and I've invited him on the show before, but I guess timing is everything. So he's coming on, and I, I can assure you that the, you might want to have pen and paper for this guest because the wisdom that he will drop on us today is something that you want to write down so you can remember. He has a, a phenomenal background when it comes to um, disciples people and, and pulling out the best that that person was created to be. Now, whether they do anything with it or not, of course, it's on that person, but Michael has a gift of really um, showing you your brilliance and your excellence and encouraging you to really do something within those gifts that you've been given, because we all were, were given gifts that can uh, help us to um, show the world our brilliance and point everybody to, you know, where those gifts come from, and that's our Heavenly Father. So anyway... Anyway, without further ado, as they say, let me uh, welcome my guest, Michael Farmer, CEO and President of Glory of Carol and Discipleship International. Hi, Michael. Hello, Miss Loretta, my soul sister, <laughs> as I call you. <laughs> I know, and and when I when when I'm not mad at you, you're so you're my soul brother number one. <laughs> but when I'm mad, at you go all the way up to like seven thousand, right? <laughs> But you never yeah, changed my number. You never changed mine, but so uh, I got a lot to learn from you. <laughs> so tell us about, well, first it. of all, um, happy 20th anniversary on um, celebrating being in business. That's that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it's so something that me. I started back 20 years ago, and uh, I guess proud is, is too strong of a word, but it's, it's, it's everything I've having my life right now is in result of obedience. So it's a it's just a faith marker as I call it. So And and you're so modest and um, <laughs> because if people ever did a list of people who are not you know, people think of influence as people who are, you know, the loudest in what they do. You hear their names or you feel you figure they have a lot of influence. But it's more um of the corner of the world that you serve, and you've done a, a great job with Gloria Carroll. And I'm not going to tell people your worth, but you're definitely, with your combined assets, you, you're right there. You're right there at that million, millionaire mark. And I know people, you know, <laughs> because I'm telling some inside stuff, Michael, you, you are so modest about it. So you have built your brand, and you have helped other people, you know, build theirs as well, and you're very involved in your church. So I just want people to know that where you're coming from when you start sharing this stuff, these are downloads that moved you, and you, like you said, you were obedient, and you moved on them. Yes, and that's But you don't move word. fast. You, you are very, no. you calculate all your moves. Calculating, methodical, analytical, whatever the words you want to make synonymous with that is what I am. I've always been like that, and it can, it can. Of course, everything has its advantages and disadvantages. Um, of course, when you are dealing with God, sometimes you have to throw the analysis and all that stuff out of the window because He don't want to. He ain't. He sometimes He don't have time for you to calculate. He just needs you to move. 
Uh, so yeah, just, but he just also knows the DNA that now. he put in you. It takes all of us because I'm a, I'm a right now person. I, I it comes to me. I'm thinking I gotta run with it and make it happen right now. And so you you definitely balance me when we have our conversations because you're gonna you're gonna count the cost. You want to know what's it gonna cost? Who's who's gonna be affected by this? What's the big total picture of this? Why do you want to do of it? Course. And I was like, oh my goodness. But those are valuable questions that need to be asked. So um, every circle needs to have. Um, you know, people who are your yin and your yang to make us better. Well, you know something, I want to, I want to, people don't know how we met. We actually met, I think I was having, I think, I think I met you on probably one of what I call one of my, uh, one of my really, really bad days. I had heard of you from a neighbor, <laughs> Tony Johnson, and, and one day this young lady comes in and she said, I'm, I'm Loretta McNary and you know, Tony has told me about you and um. Like, oh, Lord, not, not another one. No, no, Lord, don't send me nobody else right now. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she she pulls out this pen and this paper and says, well, we know it. you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And I so, and at that time, it was exactly what I needed because I was, you know, I was, I had just moved into a, uh, another location over at the business. Because actually, you got, you got to tell me why we and, met, though. I, I called you as a sales call, though. I was trying to Oh, you to did? You to, I, I, you yeah. know, I don't remember that. I, you know, I, I don't, don't remember, remember that, that part yeah. of it. Uh-uh. Why did you think we were meeting then? I, all I know yeah. is that, you know, you you pretty much showed up on a day where I didn't want anybody to show up. and uh, <laughs> But it was, it was one of those uh, meetings that, as they say, and the rest is history because you, like, as you said, you're somewhat on the other end of the spectrum. I'm more calculated and methodical with what I do, and you're the type of person, you're just going to grab it and pick up and run. You are, I'm the type of person, I'm going I'm to plan the trip out, you know, where we're going to stop along the way, and I know the exit numbers and all that. Well, you're the type of person, you probably say, well, let's go to California, and within 15 minutes you're on the road. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, 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 that's kind of the, so, so that's kind of the balance, you know, that I that I needed in my life at that time, and there was also that that time in my life where I needed someone uh, to come along and help me do things because I I grew up uh, because of things that went on in my life, feeling that if that if it had to be done right, then Michael Farmer was the only one that had to do it. So it was it was as they say perfect perfect timing uh, the day that you walked in and. Uh, my life hasn't been the same since, and 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 as and I want people to know. Then I think I called her that same evening and asked her to be on uh, the board of the now is Discipleship International Incorporated, and it wasn't even formed then. And she agreed to be on my board, and and I'm just looking forward to great things to really happen uh, with the collaboration uh, between Loretta and myself. And, and like so I said, I'm, I'm and, and, and people are building a team, don't build it with people that are like you is the point that I'm trying to make with um, how we exactly. had in, in, in our um, associations. Find people who are strong where you're a little uh, weak, because that's a word people don't like to use, but find people that are strong where you're weak. And I'm definitely, you know, your strong points are definitely not mine. Your, um, your um, focus and your ability to stay on top of things and to make sure that if we're going to go to California, then we need to know what's ahead of us. We need to know where the roadblocks yeah. are. We need to know where the gas stations are just in case. And I'm like, I don't care. We just going. We'll figure exactly. all this stuff out <laughs> on the way. So. And then the weather, I'm, 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 I'm checking the weather. I'm checking the weather travel yeah. to every city. We know we're going to go through. Yeah. So, that's, you know. 
you need to let people do what they're good at. And once you put them exactly. on your team, don't, you know, let them do what they're good at. And Michael doesn't try to change me. I mean, he, you know, he does tell me that this will work better if I do this, and I do take it in consider- consideration, nor do I push him too hard. I know when to stop, but I am like, he said, well, I want to do that. I said, okay, let's call the hotel right now. Let's get this book. You know, so we we have to balance each other. So when you build your team, and, and Michael is really good about that, allowing people using your strong points, um, to be a part of that team because we all have something that we do really, really well, and that's a part of purpose, and we'll talk about that too. Okay, so that's Gloria Apparel. Uh, he's been in business for 20 years, and he is super, super at what he does. You want to tell them what Gloria Apparel is for those who don't know? Uh, well, Gloria Apparel is a uh, uh, uniform T-shirt and promotional products company that was formed in 1992. Uh, it actually started with 12 uh, Christian T-shirts that I've purchased from a company and sold them, and I've been uh, flipping, as they say, that same money for 20 years. I was working full-time <laughs> job at the time, so, so I didn't have to depend on that money, so I was able to constantly reinvest and turn that money over. And now, as you say, that, that 12 shirts has now turned into, you know, thousands of you know, shirts and uniforms that we uh, that we sell you know, on a yearly basis, so... It was all something that God told me to do, and people actually told me that the name would not work. Uh, it was too spiritual. That's why no glory is just not a, a, a spiritual word. No glory is just a word. We use it in a spiritual sense. Um, but people told me that I would have to change my name. I said, no, that's the name God gave me, so that's the name I'm sticking with. And still today, we're mm-hmm. Glory Apparel, and we just added advertising on the end to further define, you know, the changing market that we're in. Mhm, mm-hmm. and and you're so mine. Michael does T-shirts for for every every body, every event, every team, every person, and then the uniforms. He his schools, man. Everybody brags on you. Any, any school I go to, and I can just tell that's a, that's a Gloria Perry uniform. They shop because the quality is outstanding. Not because you're on here, because my sister-in-law and my brother, they also shop with you. I have friends who shop with you. And not because I know you, but because you are known for having good, customer, great customer service and quality uh, product, and that's why you're able to get these other schools to use you. And it speaks for itself when you can say I've been in business for 20 years and see the growth of Gloria Carroll. And yes, and that's true. And and as you said, I I, I believe quality uh, products and uh, you know is a is is one of the. Um, drivers of business, but the foundation of any uh, business, especially in a retail business, is service, customer service. You know, it's, it's the foundation. It's the thing that you have to hang your hat on at the end of the day. Said that, you know, I, I know we uh, pleased a lot of people today, and I just please a lot of people. We are blessing to a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. on today. And, and sometimes we, we miss that mark, but, you know, I always set the standard that if, if, if I miss the mark and the customer doesn't have to pay for it, I do. Um, wow. But it, it, it's what one of those answer. things that I, you know, but you that know we, Before we even met, Michael, you had donated. This is talking about your charitable heart and how big it is. And, and, and again, I'm sure it was calculated. He knew exactly how many T-shirts and hats and pants and pencils he could donate to the Loretta McNary show. Remember Sharon Rook? Had gotten you to donate oh, yeah. uh-huh. to yes. the uh-huh. show prior to you had Remember never that. even met me. Never and met you her. had donated these things and you did a banner for me and you've done Pink Eagle T shirts and, and things. So we've developed this um, association over the years and 
Um, let me tell you, it hasn't been easy because Michael, when I say he, he is a he's a perfectionist. Yes, he is, <laughs> and he's but he's an excellent. So he wants to make sure that I'm being the best that I can be and that I'm not holding back. So he has to call me on the carpet for some things, and we, you know, so it's not like he he's an a man kind of person because he's not. I'm strict on the imagination because he still tells me there are some things that I should be doing differently that would really help my brand grow bigger and my exactly. company um, be considered, you know, just validate the company as a company and as a brand. And, and he well, me on the carpet for those things, which a good well, friend will do. Well, well, that's a good point you're making because sometimes we, when when people there's a scripture that said iron sharpens iron, no, so does. Know the countenance of your brother, and of course we're we're in the body of Christ now. So your brother and sister, we sharpen one another. And I was thinking about it when I was growing up, and how my I just watch my father sharpen those knives, and he would get those two knives, and those he would have to hit those two knives together. But sometimes you're going to have to have that confrontation, uh, mm-hmm. and bouncing off of one another to sharpen one another. Uh, and, and sometimes you got to get in somebody's face and say, "Well, no, y'all don't think that." No, it's the right way to go. I think you know it, it, it needs to go this way, and and vice versa, um, because the Bible says that the, that the wounds of a friend are faithful. You know, if I say something and it wounded you, then then it lets you know that because I'm a friend, that it was faithful and not uh, harmful. Is to make it better and not bitter. Uh, right. So, so that won't no, so. cause any scarring tissue at all. Exactly. Is what that means. That, that which which is any. a good point to bring in Discipleship International. Why Discipleship International, which um, I want you to tell the people about, and then I want you to go through the course of the the value of it so people can see that. And and if we have time, we can talk about some scenarios. But tell us, you know, how did that, because you're already successful at this retail business that you have. You're very successful. You do that very, very well. Um, Very few, if anybody, you know, in the city does it better. So then... Tell us about here comes another uh, thing on your plate <laughs> that your heart was just being um, torn apart about because you knew on this hand you had this glory apparel, which was successful, but then the God, God was calling you to do something else for the kingdom. Yes. Uh, it was. It all started in, uh, when I was calling to ministry in 1995, and I, I still remember uh, washing dishes one day. So y'all, so you, whoever listening, some good things to come out of washing dishes. <laughs> I was actually washing dishes one day. <laughs> I was washing dishes one day, and I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, "Discipleship International." And, and you know, it 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 sounded good, and you know, I didn't give any more no thought to it. It just it was just a one of those good thought kind of things. And I attended a uh, church development strategies conference uh, in Houston. That's that uh. I be here, your host, every year, and I was privileged to go to that one year. And I was sitting in the airport, and uh, the Holy Spirit told me to take out my pen and begin to write, but don't think about what I'm writing. That's the first time I ever did inspirational writing. And when I finished writing, there were 13 segments on my paper that was on there, and it, it was different areas where people need to grow in uh, as Christians, and then he whispered that word again, discipleship international, and it just kind of exploded from there. Uh, wow, that's what, I remember you saying that to me, you know, you know several years ago, and now this is, is actually now starting to come to pass. So what uh, discipleship international is actually for is to, 
is to grow uh, members of the body of Christ. We all have a part to play as members of the body of Christ, and each one of those uh, members need to be developed, you know, to you know to bring out the best that God has ordained for them to operate in the body. You know, the, the, the church is a spiritual body, and we all are members of that body. Um, as the Bible says, he said, we don't all have the same function. He said, but yet we are still one body. So one of my goals with Discipleship International is to sit down, somewhat do an assessment uh, of where that individual believer is and to help them uh, maximize their potential in the body of Christ. Because uh, if, if you look at your natural body, every every part of your body has a part to play, and it's it's so good that the Bible says is that the parts that we cannot see, God bestows more honor upon. So you got to think with our natural body, you know, we, we can't live with anything. Most of the things that you can't see in our bodies, we we can't live without. Everything you see on the outside of this body, you we can live without. I can live without my fingers, my legs, my hand, my ears, my eyes, my hair. I can live without those things, but but no one can live without the heart. No one can live without their lungs. No one can live without their kidneys and their uh, their liver and their pancreas and all these items that we cannot see. God has bestowed a lot of honor upon them, and there's a lot of people in the body of Christ like that. Just because you're not in the pulpit on Sunday, and thousands of people are beholding you personally or on TV or wherever, what type of ministry that you do doesn't mean that you're not important. Because you can be, you are just as vital as that pastor of that mega church or the one that has his uh, successful ministry that he's going out and accessing thousands of people every day. Well, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if you are obedient to doing what you are called to do, then you're going to get the same reward that 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 pastor gets. So we don't have to be out front in order to be utilized by God. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, it's, I, as I tell people, it's probably more honorable to God that you're not out front. Uh, you can do your best work behind the scenes. And some people are probably shaking their heads now saying, yes, I, I do my best work behind the scenes. I do my best work in that supporting role. Well, those are the people that, that I want to reach, um, mm-hmm. the, the ones who seem insignificant, and to show them that, you know, God has placed every member and the body of Christ as it pleases him, not as it pleases mom and daddy and, and pastor and teacher and mentor, but God places each member in the body of Christ as it pleases him uh, or at his pleasure. So if it pleases him to place you to be, say, a pinky toe <laughs> in the body of Christ, and most people know that you can't, you, you can't balance yourself without your pinky toe. So exactly. and, and, and as insignificant and as small as that pinky toe may seem and, and as unattractive as that toe may look at, at times, it's a vital part of the body. It is. That, and that's a great point. And I like how you said that um, those are the people that you want. Those are the people that you want because they need to know their value. You know, they need to know that, like you said, the pinky plays a huge part in the way we walk and the way we stand, and without it, then it would be a little more, it would be difficult, you know. So when you go to church and you're thinking, I'm just going to church, I'm just, you know, sitting on the the bench, I'm just going. But you play a vital role by being there, number one, because somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching everybody at church, not just the choir. They're not just watching the choir. They're not just watching the pastor and the deacons. They're, somebody is watching you. So 
depending on what your personality is or your attitude is at times, you can uh, potentially cause somebody to have a good day or a bad day. So I just want I just wanted to back, you know, um, just amen your that everybody's important. So when you said you got the, the download for the 13 when you just started writing out of your spirit, do you remember what those 13 things were, those areas that we need to work on? Because I know you get so many downloads, Michael. Okay, somehow we dropped Michael. Okay, he's coming back. <laughs> it happens. Technology, I just love you. Michael? Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was asking you about those 13 um, areas that when you were first birthing um, Discipleship International Incorporated, do you remember those 13 things that you wrote down? Wow. Uh, some of them off the top of my head. One is uh, dealing with faith. Uh, what exactly is faith? Uh, the other one is um, am I truly born again was the one that I spent a lot of time developing. And I I kind of delve into that and kind of gives you what it truly means to be born again or to be to be born from above, as some uh, translation of the Bible says. So we we deal with that, then we talk about uh, finding your place in the body, talk about mentorship. Um, we talk about uh, one chapter deals with uh, involving others, which was a, a big one for me because, like I said before, I had to learn to bring other people on board to help me get done what God had uh, called to do. Uh, right, because it's bigger than us. It's bigger than much us. Much bigger, much, much bigger than <laughs> us. Because uh, uh, we you know, have a coach for everything, so why not a spiritual coach, which is what I call you, a spiritual coach, because we have a personal trainer for our bodies, we have a yeah. business coach, we have um, a marital coach, you know, when we're married and we want to, you know, make it the best that it can be. So why not have somebody who can help you um, with your spiritual being, because that's wow, what we are. Is, you know, something, it is so amazing that you say that, because that's one of the things that I was meditating on uh since Sunday, and I, I have the scripture sitting right in front of me, um, and it's, it's um, the letter from Paul to Timothy, uh, a young pastor that was about to take over a church, and he wrote. Yeah, in Thessalonians. I'm, I'm reading First Timothy now on my road to reading the you know the Bible in a year, so I'm in the First Timothy. So that is something to talk about. And, that. and it's amazing, and and I, I like the Amplified version um, because it says. Uh, Starting in verse First uh, Timothy four and seven says, but refuse and avoid irreverent legends, which is profane and impure and godly fictions, mere grandmother's tales and silly myths, and express your disapproval of them. It says, train yourself toward godliness, keeping yourself spiritually fit. And then verse eight goes on to say, for physical training is of some value which is useful for a little, but godliness or spiritual training is useful and of value in everything and in every way, for it holds promise for the present life and also for the life which is to come. So as you said, some of us spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on these personal uh, personal trainers for our bodies, and that scripture says that's good, but it only profits your body. Said, but <laughs> for a little you, while, yeah. But and they said for a little while. But if you start training yourself spiritually, it benefits you not just for now, but it also benefits you in the life to come. 
So so that's what I consider. I like to consider myself a spiritual personal trainer. So it, and that's what's one of the thrusts of Discipleship International is that spiritual training aspect, a personal spiritual training aspect, uh, rather, that I think every person in the body of Christ needs. Uh, some, just like with physical personal training, some uh, take longer than others, but if you if you feel like you need to be developed in a certain area, whether it's, it's in faith or um, or just any aspect of ministry that you've probably been called to, then you no know, discipleship international was ordained to help you get to that point in life. Uh, so I I love thinking of myself as a uh, a spiritual personal trainer, just like a good friend of mine, Johnny Loper. You know, he's probably one of the, one of the best personal physical personal trainers that are out there. Well, I put myself in the same category as far as, far as the aptitude when it comes to the the spiritual side of it and, and building yourself up spiritually. Um, and right. when, I, when I talk in that regard, it, I'm talking more when it deals with the mental aspect, how we can't build the Holy Spirit. He's already full, mature, and grown. But we have to build <laughs> our minds. But but we have to build our minds and our wills and our intellects and our oh, our it's souls. It's our spiritual being that we're talking about. Because like you said, that, exactly. was, that was a great point to make. It, it it is different from the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. It's our spirit that exactly. um, has to be uh, matured and um, grown up each to exactly. each level where we are in our life. And so with Discipleship International, because I know I, I did some of the assessment, it's not just because your spiritual being is, is holistic. It includes exactly. things that are personal to you, that are physical, yes. your physical body. It includes your finances. Finances, includes, yes. You know, um, your your personality, are you depressed? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you living your life how you want to live it? So it's the totality of the person, which is your spiritual being. And I love that you, that's how you do that. That's how you, you educate us and provide opportunities for us to gain wisdom about who we are as it relates to God's word. And that's when you can really um, digest, <laughs> you know, the word because, you know, even, and that's why I say you can read the Bible a thousand times every year, you read, and you will still not everything know everything there is in it. That's why you have to develop your spiritual muscles so that yeah, you, you can do learn it. more each time you read. And 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 with that said, that's what I was. I think when I uh, text you this morning, that's why I said God drops some bombs on me this morning, and it's, it's kind of in that area where it, um, uh, where He's really driving each individual member of the body to draw closer to him, uh, to spend that, that time of fellowship with him, not just fellowshipping, um, praying and asking for things, but just getting quiet before him and allowing him to impart himself into you, the things that he has for you to do. Uh, and some, and you have to make time to do that. It, it doesn't happen automatically, and, and you just won't get it on Sunday. I just I'm just here to tell you that. So if you think, you're going to get that push on Sunday. Uh, it's good when we all come together corporately, and that corporate anointing is there. Mm-hmm. But there, mm-hmm. but there, there's something about uh, spending that quality time, and I, I, that I thought that was intimate time. That intimate time. Yeah, nothing began, Nothing is better than quality time with somebody that you're truly trying to get to know exactly. and you love being with. So the, exactly. God wants the same thing. He wants that. And now, you know some of the rather. I'm seeing that more and more just listening to uh, people who we think are just really prominent and, you know, and rich and have a lot of money. And mm-hmm. when, when you talk to their children, you always hear about 
how they weren't there. They they were good providers. God God yeah. is the greatest provider, you know, in the universe. But yeah. but there is something about them wanting that parent to be there. To spend yeah. that quality time, you know, to, 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 to be there just to sit down and watch a cartoon together or to uh, mm-hmm. fix a jigsaw puzzle or to, or to show it. You just don't know. We were just mark. dealing with that here personally about um, being a provider versus being a parent who spends exactly. the quality time. And then you still have to provide because you got to do the, the shelter and everything. But in the in the long run, and, and then the word is important, yeah, money is fine being able to buy your child some tennis shoes and, you know, let them go yeah. to a basketball. That's fine. But what they really are built for and what they yeah. are really wired for is quality yeah. one-on-one time or just being exactly. with me time when and I'm I, sick I and when I'm, I got a problem. Exactly. Yeah. No, and so God that, is I, like I, that, yeah. I think I saw that on, I can't remember what I was watching last night, but it was dealing with, you know, probably one of the greatest directors ever lived, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And that was one of his greatest struggles. And it shows up in all of his movies, uh, that time where, uh, where he just was desiring that quality time with his father. And it, it took him a long time to really forgive his father for, you know, not b- being there, as he say. And now they yeah. have this. Uh, and he finally had to confront that, you know, with his father. But on the flip side of that, if the provider they're saying, I want to spend, look, look, child, you too busy. <laughs> it's not the child <laughs> saying it. It's, it's the provider <laughs> saying, you're too busy. You're too busy. So you, I know. You know, I've, 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 I've blessed you with all these things, and you've allowed those things to become a distraction. Now I need you to. Uh, just to pull away for uh, a time and just spend some good quality time with you. Because there are some things I need to tell you specifically for you that nobody else can impart into you. They can confirm it, but they can't impart it in, into you. Ooh, so, so this, and, Mike, you're so, going to have to come back because I'm telling you, I, I knew it was going to happen. I, I always know I need some <laughs> guests. I just need an hour show. And so what I want to yes, do is get you to submit to come in here at least once a month so that we can do these downloads about um, building up your spiritual being and becoming yes. all that you can be. And, and in order to do that, it has to be that holistic approach, and that's what Discipleship International does. That's what Michael Farmer has been gifted to do um, as our spiritual personal coach, so we want to make sure we utilize him. And we got five seconds left. Michael, thank you so much for being my guest, and I promise you well, you've got to come back. Well, thanks for having back. me. It's been an honor to be with you're so awesome. Great show, everybody. I hope that you were blessed. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you on tomorrow's show for more on Loretta McNary Live. Thank you and goodbye.